had forgotten about it, so I'm glad you guys reminded me. Good to just kind of see what they put out there. Oh, you knew that was coming? I didn't even know it was coming. That, that type of stuff. The shoes I knew. I didn't know about the clothing, but it yeah. seems like a lab with a partner that can do clothing does. Like, everybody's pumping out clothing. New Balance wants to get into clothing big time. You know, they're just, they can't really do it on their own. They need a partner to work with, it seems. Yeah, and the collabs are nonstop. They seem to be doing more collabs than anyone. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It feels like, so I don't know about this year, and this is probably a good segue into um, talking about uh, releases and upcoming news, but it doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like anybody's really, really has like a really packed release calendar. And I don't know if that's because of supply issues or if it's just um, they don't know when stuff is going to come and so they're kind of like, hey, I'm not going to tease it until I know. I think it's that. Yeah, I, I think they just don't know. I think the calendar would be packed if they could. They just can't announce what they don't know will come. Like, they don't seem to know from people I've talked to, like, what will or won't hit when. So they, they literally, their hands are tied. They're just in a holding pattern. Yeah, like, to find out that V6 was going to get delayed so long, like... That was that was crazy to me. I was I was very surprised. I figured that would be something that would get priority over so so much other stuff, and to see it go get delayed for, I'd say basically a year, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I get the feeling that the smaller number stuff gets lower priority. I don't know this on any just, but it seems like even if it's a collab and it's a high profile collab because it's smaller numbers, you think it would get pumped through fast, but it's smaller, smaller dollars, right? That just seems logical that something big dollar like a Jordan 11, like even though that was delayed, but would get delayed. I know personally, like I had hats come in that I made for, for me and it was kind of like, yeah, they're going to come one day. But the same thing, I didn't want to tell anyone they were coming. I didn't want to promote it because I did. People would hit me up and say, hey, can I do it? Can I do this? Can I do it? And then, so I think that's what they're dealing with. And it has to be because, um, you know, you're still seeing things trickle into different stores like they did last year. It would drop at one store and drop it like this. We were just talking about that this is never that new balance, assuming they're dropping at boutiques. You know, who knows when they're going to come and they're on their website right now, right? Yeah. That might be a good thing. Like, yeah, I think it is. Right. Because if stuff is hitting, hitting retailers and they don't have the time to like promote and do like this full influencer seeding rollout. I mean, that's kind of good for us as consumers to, to sort of, Hey, this, this is never that collab just hit. And we didn't really, there was no real hype leading up to it. It was just sort of, Hey, we kind of knew it was coming, but then it was just there one day. And you kind of had to know, right? Yeah, you just get an email like I just did. And then it's like, okay, people get the email or you hear through it. Someone posts a link. I love it that way. I, I don't want to go online at 10 o'clock or noon and like fight for people. I'd rather yeah. go and see it's gone or grab whatever I can from the collection if I really wanted it. And, you know, I think the odds are higher that way. If you're paying attention, at least if you're not paying attention, then fine. But I mean, everyone's paying attention to releases and you know schedules and, and those are resellers too right yeah <laughs> yep and it's it's nice certainly not to battle the resellers because they don't necessarily have that heads up 
and they can't necessarily allocate funds like they would have had they known. But it's also nice not to wait two, three weeks for something to come and build it up in your head. And like you said, uh, they would see the influencers and go crazy for it. Oh, they got free pairs. I hope I can just buy one, buy one. I hope I can just buy one. Not even get a free one. And then the day comes and you have no shot. And that's a big letdown emotionally. It's like, uh, it's nice for, all right, it's here. Boom, done, move on to the next. Don't take it personally. Don't go crazy. It's nice when you can just ease out of it. And, and not get too caught up in any hype for any one thing. And it's more fun to be surprised. Like you knew this, this yeah. is never that new balance was coming, but I didn't. So I got an email. It's like, wow, I didn't know these were coming. It's cool that the shoe I didn't know existed is here. It's gone maybe, but I didn't want it, but it's cool that, you know, I do get surprised sometimes. It's like that old school mentality of finding something on a shelf, right? Those were yeah. the days when, yeah, you could be surprised. I mean, even GRs, don't really surprise us because they get announced and leaked and talked about beforehand. <laughs> Although I do, I do browse, you know, the European sites like the Hannons and stuff. And I always find stuff, maybe it's because we don't get everything in North America, like, like the, the new, every new balance release right on time and things like that. But I always see something, but you know, it's usually not mind blowing, but you know, right. if I think in the world of sneakers, there's always something out there that you don't know about. There's no way to keep up, but yeah, you're right. I mean, as, as a whole, yeah, as surprises I, are fewer and far between now. Yeah, and I miss, I, I honestly miss the stuff just sort of like appearing on on New Balance's website because I used to, like it, it, it used to be like one of my favorites in Google. And like every time I opened, you know, a new tab, it was like right there and I'd be like, oh, let me click new arrivals and see what's there right just out of habit and i haven't done it in so long because so much of the stuff that they get that's general release doesn't is is either anticipated well anticipated or there's or they're sending it to somebody that's going to promote it really really you know like off the off the chain like like i i know sneaker politics gets a lot of stuff and they'll they'll have like a crazy like you know, Arab Lincoln style photo up and people will go buy some stuff from them. And so like, there's really not this, oh, wow, this is cool. Like I noticed this GR that's really cool that I haven't seen anywhere just pop up on their site. It, it just doesn't happen. And so I think that I, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm probably wrong, but that 990 V2 that you got, Eric, um, and, the, and the pack, and that that pack of shoes yeah i'm hoping that i'm hoping that like the rest of that pack is like just dropping just randomly like i i heard april i heard april for that but i just wanted to show up and then like i think uh i think like saturday um there was the feature drop for the Sockenies and yeah. the worldwide <laughs> and it sucked initially because you know I knew I think I knew and most of the other people most other people knew the main stores that they were going to drop at and what time they're going to release at but there are a couple of stores that like trickled in there that you know they weren't getting a ton of publicity and people didn't know and so I was able to you know grab my size so I think you know I like it when when that happens where there's just either abundant stock at places that you don't even think to look or it drops in such a random manner that you don't even know 
that people aren't even like sort of like anticipating or checking for it, right? And so I'm hoping that that is sort of what happens this year with supply chain issues. It would be nice. Uh, and it's funny because Feature used to be one of those places where you could go and people weren't quite up on them. Yeah. Like the uh, 25th anniversary ASIC series, I was able to grab a couple of them with shocking ease uh, that were just available. I was stunned. Like the Foot Patrol one, I was able to get it. Um, shockingly. I didn't, excuse me, I didn't expect it, but it happened. But yeah, for this year, it would be nice for people to kind of get lulled asleep a little bit by the wait and the delays. I mean, when you when you talk about the teddies, geez, they have to have so much invested in it that there's going to be hype. They're going to push it. They want to make sure all their ducks are in a row, whatever that saying is, before before they do it. They're not just going to push those out slowly. There could be a rogue store that gets ahead of themselves and puts them out, as we saw. But... <laughs> That shouldn't happen. I think it's like one shot, like one vendor does it, and then everybody else gets warned against that kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't think of anything bigger that NB could do right now that could span that amount of time. There can be these little drops, but something that has a potential with the pairs that we know about and who knows what else is coming that we don't, the way it could span the whole year and really keep the hype train just growing and bubbling and, and, and sustained, they they got to get that right. They have, yeah. they have to. There's a lot riding on it for them. I wonder if the staffing situation in retail. I know things are opening back up in the world, but then at the same time, some people, some places maybe they're not. You know, we've heard about staff shortages in retail. I wonder. You know, when you talk about those social media posts, it's promotion. Like maybe they don't have photographers. Maybe they don't. I know people. Everyone wants to work, but um, I just wonder maybe that affects it too. You know, like the, this, or maybe there's so much hype around New Balance, for example, or some of these releases that they don't feel the need. It'll just they know as soon as someone will see it, it'll get picked up by a you know one of these uh, you know combing you know server you, you know bot, uh, not bot groups, uh, um, Discord groups or whatever, and they'll just be like, okay, yeah, we we don't need to even post so like. You don't see yeah. it sometimes. You don't even yeah. see one picture, and it's a major release, and it just gets forgotten by the the retailers because I don't know they don't have to or they don't have somebody to take nice pictures. Envy will provide those pictures, like those yeah. glam shots, those hero shots, whatever you want to call them. They'll they'll provide them. Envy wants them out there because even if yeah. the drop sells, they still want themselves <laughs> featured by brands. That's that's important to them. Yeah, it's funny though, like. And like, I know we we're talking about New Balance, but I think so much of the market is, is, is based around trying to catch Nike or keep up with Nike. And it seems like Nike is very quiet this year as well. Like I um, have been anticipating and someone mentioned it today, uh, you know, like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do for Air Max Day. And I'm like, oh man, that's crazy, right? Like we're coming up on the, the what is it the 35th anniversary of the air max one and like we haven't even heard anything really right and so yeah. maybe the concepts air max one right that's the only thing i've sort of seen that sort of could tie in but other than that it's been very quiet so it's 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 kind of eerie because you're like oh maybe they're building up to something but at the same time you're kind of like oh maybe whatever they had planned is really sort of on the skids right now and we don't even know so um you know new balance has less pressure on on them you know 
having had such massive success the past two years to try to keep up with Nike because Nike seems very up in the air right now. Hmm. Yeah, it seems yeah. crazy that they wouldn't take advantage of Air Max Day, Air Ma- uh, the anniversary, sorry, of the Air Max 1, 35th. And, you know, we saw whatever the Travis shoe, if it's going to be called the Travis shoe when it finally comes out, let's, let's put that aside. I don't know if it's on the back burner. Then they have the, the, the tweet, not, not tweet. Um, there's rumors of the, uh, what's the material? It's like, um, not a hemp. It's, uh, we saw the six pictures. I think someone posted the six. Oh yeah. One of them was that tweed ish canvas kind of. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, there's that one. And then most recently we saw, well, maybe not most recently the concepts, but even still that doesn't seem like enough, but then again, I don't think they ever do enough. Um, At least it seems like they don't give, like they should be releasing at least one of the OGs again, like uh, lots of stuff like that or, or or there's there's a whole archive of stuff they could be doing and they don't and people want it and they could build the hype for air maxes but it's just going to go by like the like the like the jelly three anniversary and it's just going to go and they're going to do whatever but two years two and a half years into this pandemic or whatever caused this whole backup of of logistics it's like don't you think they figured it out by now like that's like no one i don't know did people think i don't know it it boggles my mind that the one of the biggest companies in the world hasn't like yeah the most one of the most iconic if not in our in our arsenal yeah let's do something maybe they have something up our sleeve i think i think we've seen in the past that they they probably don't have what we want yeah they (laughs) I'm I'm wondering like how how far the lag is, right? Because you got to think for someone like New Balance, the lag is probably like you know 18 months, 12 months in terms of like, okay, we're putting this into production, and you know we're creating a run. As opposed, unless it's something like really big, like like the like the Bodega, I think the last Bodega. 990 right there was a ton of those and so you had to anticipate that they probably made that was almost that was you know probably more than some grs that they probably produce right so that had to be well well planned but for a company like nike i'm i'm wondering is it like they're 24 months you know ahead in terms of production or behind in terms of production or designs hitting them? Cause that would explain it. Cause if they're 24 months, then, you know, stuff that was supposed to start at the beginning of the pandemic is now finally sort of getting produced, right? And so that lag between what was produced and what was available wasn't gonna hit us until we were, you know, two years into the pandemic, right? If If things had started then, so, yeah i'm always curious if like that's the way it is and that's why we're seeing seeing that lag now or if it's <clears throat> really that they couldn't figure it out right like they're like like you said one of the biggest companies in the world and they hadn't they had no way to sort of make it make it happen either it, way we're going to be disappointed <laughs> i mean it could be to their disadvantage being such a big company because i think that or what i read today was uh they said they're at 80% capacity now. Like they're they're catching up 80% of where their production should be. But that 20% is massive. massive. I mean, that shoots a lot. That that's bigger than 
a lot of other companies, I'm sure. Um, so they have a lot to catch up on. And then assuming stuff is sitting in docks, sitting at the bay, on the water and transport, in a warehouse waiting to leave from maybe Vietnam or China, like all these backups. Yeah, I mean, it's just gonna, it's tough. I wouldn't want to be the person in charge of that. That's for sure. That and you 24 seven job for them. And you're gonna think that twenty that that twenty percent that's not that's not back, right? If that's in one area, or if that's in like one or two areas or three areas, like it's a big deal because that's that might be a hundred percent that might be a hundred percent, or that might be ninety percent or eighty percent of one area, right? Like if if you're you know if you have a shipping if shipping is 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 fifteen percent of your business and you know, 20% of your business is, 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 is down. And that, you know, and, and that 20, that 15% of shipping is basically all sort of messed up. That's, that's everything, right? So like that affects everything past it. So I wonder if it's something like that, where it's just, you know, a high percentage somewhere along the line within the Nike structure that just sort of is keeping things from from progressing. It's yeah. interesting that you point out eighty percent out because if 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 let's say hypothetically they have control of that twenty percent, what it is, I don't think they do. But what's what's going to be w delayed? You'd have to think, at least I would think that that what they would delay is things like collabs and smaller production things because they don't need an Air Max now. Like we care about 30, 35th anniversaries, but the kid who's waiting for Travis to wear an Air Max One, which is really going to drive Air Max sales. In theory, we're going to buy our max ones anyway, uh, but the mass market of it, they could probably wait on that. They don't care. I think we've seen that from brands. Or if there's an undefeated Jordan 1 waiting, like, yeah, there's 5,000 pairs. Yeah, let's produce the um, let's produce the the mass quantity. Let's produce the the number one sellers. I forget what they are. Like the, the some of those ones that are always top the list of uh of pairs like those are the ones they have to produce every year they yeah. actually shoulders they, they don't need to produce a jordan one undefeated they can wait till next year for that like but yeah. i don't think they have the control anyway but it, it's a interesting thought experiment <laughs> to a to a degree they have to consider when it comes to things like that you know vendor partner relationships and contracts obligations to fulfill for their internal side and their wholesale partners so there's definitely a lot, lot to consider. You know, do they want to push undefeated back? How much would that set undefeated back? You know, how much would that affect the timeline of their business, and how much, uh, or, and what would undefeated's response be? I mean, Nike being Nike, they can weather the storm if they upset vendor partners, but how many can they upset, and are they really willing to? And does it become a legal issue if they have to make these choices? So, yeah, what they have to sacrifice, when and why, becomes the question. Um, and obviously we have no way of knowing that, but I can imagine there's good stuff like an Air Max day getting pushed aside. Uh, the other thing to consider is, you know, if, are they willing to half-ass a drop or does it have to be perfect the way they want it to? Are they willing to push something out or are they just going to sit on something till it's exactly how they want it to be, like an Air Max day? If they have it like 85%, 95% of where they want it to be. So there's some, yeah. So I think we've seen that they're willing to half-ass it. Maybe not. I mean, the the cool gray Jordan 11s they they released in Canada at least, which is I think we share a market with Europe, uh, share share um, 
distribution from Europe. They did a bunch of kids in GS, and then it was adult like a month later. It was like, <laughs> like it's not like you're going with your kids to the store and everyone's rocking it. It was like kids get theirs for Christmas, adults can get theirs in January. So, yeah, I, I think they do their best. I don't think they have control, to be honest. I mean, we heard about factories in Vietnam closing, you know, COVID and stuff like that. I think it's just like whatever's there sits, right? I mean, yeah, it's difficult to just shift at the last second. Yeah. You heard this factory shut down. They can't just say, all right, we're going to take this stuff from another factory, send it there. Like, no one's equipped to do that, from what I understand. And if yeah. they can't, I mean, I guess they will, but the expense involved and, I mean, even things like air shipping versus boat shipping, they're just not going to do because it's just so expensive for these companies. Yeah, that makes sense. I think they're letting retailers do more too. I think they're letting retailers release stuff when they get it. I don't think they're making them wait. I don't think they're doing, you know, maybe in the past they would be more controlling of release dates and things. I think now it's kind of like, okay, yeah, you're missing your size eight and nines. It's okay. We'll get them to you. And then, you know, two months later, it's like, we got our eights and nines. And then, you know, someone backdoor knows about it, or maybe they post it on their Instagram or and it's just like it is what it is but seems like they it seems like they can't they can't tell people what to do as much but i, I don't have the inside there well they, they can i mean having dealt with nike like at a running store at a wholesale account like they would have hard dates and they were tough to deal with and you did not want to break their dates so you just nike is the only company uh, <laughs> the person i worked for the rep we had actually made my boss cry like with their demands they put on her with the expectations of the way they came at um, her with with what they wanted her to do and the expectations for ordering and the business, they literally made her cry. So Nike has their way and they want their way. And if they want you to stick to a hard date, you're you're just gonna stick to it. I believe that. Oh, of any oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying of any company, it's Nike. Like they know the leverage they have. Like yeah. Adidas had leverage and they used it and lost it. Nike just always has it that um so pivoting to um concepts air max air max one i feel like everyone is sort of very split on on whether they like them or they don't um obviously we haven't heard much about story or packaging or anything like that we just seen sort of these leaked images from from dion and uh other people at concepts and uh all the sneaker outlets obviously but i'm curious what your what your takes are on on the air max one is it is it something you're interested in um and then also how does that tie into concepts i know like uh rico and i had a had a discussion about about concepts and how they've fallen off i don't think they have um, I think that the expectation for them is very high. And I think when people don't like anything or they're not into something that they, they take it a little bit too, to heart. I don't want to say to heart, but I would say that the bar is just so hard, high for them that anytime that they don't hit it, it's sort of seen as, as this dent in their reputation. But to me, it's very hard for them to have a dented reputation because no one else has consistently done what they've done with their with their collaborations and um 
but I wanted to get your takes on it and, and hear what you guys had to say about concepts Air Max One and just in general, like, do you think that they've fallen off? Are they sliding down? What have they, you know, where are they in your, in your, in your list? Go ahead, Eric. Uh, sure. Yeah. I, I, I like the Air Max One and if you're talking, of, I mean, I like the silhouette, obviously. I like what they're doing with it. It's wild. I could see myself wearing it. That's really the what it comes down to. It, you know, do I see myself being able to wear it and pull it off? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Um, and the fact that Nike is working with them, the brands are only as strong as the partners they're willing to work with. If they can only pull, like, second-tier collab partners, if they can only get Converse, uh, then, yeah, they're not as strong. But they're getting Nike. They're getting New Balance still. They're getting Asics. They're, you know, they're getting New Balance at their peak. They're getting Asics who isn't doing many collabs, but still wants to work with them. Or at least they're not doing as many mainstream, I should say. They're doing some other stuff. They're not working the boutiques as much, it seems. So, and now Nike's working with them. And didn't they do like a Bape, um, is it Atrex collab a little while ago? I mean, I'm sure there are other collabs. I thought it was Canada, or, or maybe it's Canada Goose. Was it Canada Goose? Yeah, it could have been Canada Goose. I don't remember exactly. Somebody, yeah, it was somebody. It might have been both. I think it was all three, no? I don't yeah. Know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Whatever it was, it was, I mean, these are partners that still want to work with them. So they're a viable collab partner. To me, that that speaks to, to who they are and the strength of them. You know, if they had fallen off, brands wouldn't want to work with them. They wouldn't. They wouldn't get these projects. Does everybody love the 327, the 5740? No, but you know, it opens the door for them to get a 992 and whatever else is coming. Um, are they as strong as their classic pairs? I mean, you can argue it all you want, but I, most people would say no, I'm sure. I'm sure. So they have them. They're still viable. They'll keep working with the brands. That's the key. Like their foot is still in the door with all these collab partners. The companies have to work with. That's the toughest part, just getting the brand's attention and staying viable. And they're doing it. So yeah, they're still up there. They haven't they haven't fallen off to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what people want. Do they want a um, I don't know teal lobster? Like, what 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 are we supposed to ask for concept? The 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 kiwis I think were underrated. No one liked them for some. Well, not no one. I like them. I, I think those are underrated. But I think you know if you're Dion and the team at Concepts, do you want something that everyone likes? I mean. I don't know. They'll probably, I think it's safe to say if it's an Air Max Day shoe and Concepts is the big, biggest boutique doing it, we haven't seen anything else yet. They're going to sell out unless it's like a super massive GR. I mean, we had the um, the reissue of, oh, I can't remember, the ones with the clear toe that kind of weren't uh, so... Like the clock one yeah they weren't like super overwhelming last year but people bought them i think they sold out yeah. eventually i mean i don't think there's a risk of the shoe sitting enough people like it but do you want like everyone do you want a red lobster re release i mean i'm sure they do but do you want something that creates a conversation that that some people love and some people don't i mean i think that's cool i mean you can you can have the biggest winners i mean there's a lot of concepts new balance for examples that everyone loves. I have the 5740s that I still haven't worn. 
but I like them. They're different and they don't get a lot of love. They don't get a lot of love. I haven't worn them because of the weather. At least that's my excuse. Maybe I never will, but I don't think I could wear these Air Maxes. I would still try and buy them. I think I've hopefully um, earned enough uh, loyalty by buying my pre-orders. I buy every pre-order that they offer me. So um, hopefully I get it, but um, I don't know if I could wear it, but they're intriguing. Um, I don't, I don't know what I, they could do differently, right? I mean, you want to think out of the box, they're doing it. I mean, th that's the, the days of just doing a 997 that's in a fire color. I mean, they've done them all. Like, you got to do something different. Yeah. Something like, I mean, we go back, you could buy some of them. And some of them you can't, but some of them are still there. The SRX, like, they're not that expensive. I mean, th those were fire when they came out. People were excited, but now... You know, people look probably, and I think the same thing with Ronnie, not to get into a kit discussion, but you have this great archive and you have, you know, grails to people. It's like, yeah, you're not going to ever com compare to it. So let's stop looking back and like say, you know, look at what, look at what concepts has produced in the last two years. There's, there's a lot of good pairs in, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would give concepts credit too, for just like you said, not looking back, they look to the forward to the future. It doesn't seem like they recycle a lot of themes or colors from the past that I notice anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think for me, it's very hard to think about a story and think about, you know, a great, a great tie-in to either something local or something that touches, you know, concepts, buyers, and I feel like they always do that. And I don't know, I, I, to me, I look at, I look at, I look back at all the, all the collaborations that I bought last year, right? And so none of them really has the, the story or the, or the sort of inspiration that these do, right? Maybe, maybe the dizygotics, right? But you got to think that was like one shoe. It took them forever to come out with those two, right? And then, you know, I have a couple of cool things, but nothing, you know, when you when you get a special box from Concepts, you get the cool story, you get, you know, you're, you're, they're building up to a release every time they do a release. You know, you're getting all these, all these Instagram stories about whatever it was, um, like the woman who, you know, pioneered fresh fruit, the fresh fruit, right? Which inspired the the 992. So like there was a whole lead up to that. There was a whole tie in. It taught me something that I didn't really know about, you know, about produce and fruit. And like, you know, I think some people think, oh, that's corny. That's that's kind of ridiculous. But like everything that we buy is kind of corny and ridiculous, right? So, you know, we got the Travis Scott. Travis Scott Air Jordan 1s last year with Fragment and like for me I I thought the I thought this I thought the shoe was cool but at the same time I was kind of like well what's it about like what's what's the attraction for this right is it just the two names like what's the story behind it why this colorway what's this colorway mean like how does it draw inspiration like and, and I get it. It's a cool shoe. I, I would wear it. I would buy it if I could get it for retail, but it's not the same for me. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe it. And yes, like for me, I'm a, I'm a concepts fanboy. Like I love most of the stuff that they do, but there's something about like the way that they tie in a whole idea, a whole backstory 
and and it culminates into this one thing. So you you feel like you're buying the story. You're not you don't feel like you're buying a name or you feel like you're buying you know something something that was that was mass produced and then marketed to you feel like you know it's 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 something tangible there's there's something you know tangible there i don't know that's my that's my personal feeling i know everyone doesn't feel that way and that's okay um but for me it, you know it, it kind of helps resonate when i wear something you know because if someone asked me about my shoes or if you know i'm wearing a, a cool outfit like it's it means a little just that little bit much more you know for for me yeah, and that's what you're looking for out of the shoe. Everybody looks for something different. But definitely having that backstory, that element to it makes it more memorable, especially when you know you have a collection like the collection behind you. I imagine, tell me if it's the case, you're more likely to to go for something that you're drawn to emotionally versus just the the physical, the the appearance of it. Like you you look for both, I can imagine then when yeah. you're even something aware. Yeah, like like John said, I, you know, I bought the 5740s. I'm not a big 5740 person. I'm, Nobody is. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not going to buy another 5740. Right. Um, the size know, one's okay. I actually like the size collab that just came. And, and I almost bought like, those figs ones. Did you guys see those figs ones? I posted See, there's some redeeming pairs. Yeah. The CNY pairs recently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think the Bricks and Woods pair was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how they did it. No one else did, but <laughs> and, and everyone loves that shoe. Everyone loves that shoe, and I I get it because it's color blocked amazingly, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I I ask, you know, like what's okay? What's what's the what's the inspiration for the for the colorway, right? Like what is that? What is that? What's the tie-in? I see the paisley box. I see the paisley footbed. Okay, like that's cool. I like it visually. It's amazing what's what's the inspiration what's the story behind it and i know everybody's not going to look for that and i know nobody not everybody cares and i buy stuff that, that i don't need to know that but I, you know it's it's important to me to 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 have some sort of tie into that and so you know that that piece of it you know and they it was missing <laughs> it's kind of missing or at least it wasn't marketed that well and then we got grs that looked just like it so it was kind of Right. Yeah, we did. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I like the Kiwis more because they're not hyped, right? Some people are like that. And I think, you know, the back to the Air Max ones from Concepts, I think um, they're going to be <laughs> maybe me liking something because other people don't like it. It's, get, it's skipping ahead to our, our last topic but <laughs> in a reverse type of way. But, you know, like I think the Air Max ones are going to be a miss for some people. And like I said before, I think that's a good thing. I, I don't think, at least personally, I don't like it when something is mass loved by all. I don't think that's what the culture is. I think that's fake. I think that's hype. I think, you know, that's not what it is. And I think Concepts doesn't have that um, sort of aura around it that everyone loves everything that comes out of Concepts. And I think we've seen that. And I think that's cool. I think they're they're different in that way. And I think, um, you know, not to compare them to Kith again, but I think, you know, things come out of Kith, they... Uh, they probably sell quicker. I know uh, I bought bought uh, some overpriced sweatshirts there for no good reason, and that I regret more than my Concepts fifty seven forty. So um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I like that. I like that when 
I like I like when shops and I don't want to say miss. I don't want to say it's a miss. I think that it's I think that it's them taking a chance or them sort of doing something that is within the vein of 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 their you know of their direction. And I think there's a lot of stores, a lot of shops that either get caught up in doing the exact same thing over and over again because they're trying to appeal to you know the 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 same crowd or they or they keep trying to do like outlandish things to try to attract people right and so or they or they do a lot of trendy stuff and like i i kind of felt like that a little bit with bodega with them doing you know their their whole not no bad days series right like that was like the first one was cool and it was a hit and everyone loved it and then they did another one and then they did another one right and like i heard that it was sort of expected but at the same time or planned out but at the same time it was like no i don't think it was it didn't seem like it seemed like they were just like on that trend like oh this was a hit let's let's continue with this series right and so um i like when shops can sort of mix it up and do other things and um you know i I don't know. I, I I just want I just want them to go do things that they find interesting, that they find cool, and share that with us. I don't want them to try to chase everyone else and do things that everyone else is doing, and then you know us go and buy that. You know, when everyone's doing an Air Max One, I don't want to you to just do an Air Max One with the cool color blocking and then give it to me and you know say it's great like. I want you to think about like how does how would you do that? How would you do this? What's your formula for approaching a shoe? And I think and I think that concepts is really good at doing that. Like this is our this is our this is how we approach this product or products in general, right? And how we create and and that's cool. That uh that Air Max in particular has the feel to me, not necessarily a friends of family, but like a pair we made for ourselves that also that we like that also now happens to be getting sold. Like it, it doesn't feel like a, a mainstream release necessarily, at least from its inception. Obviously don't know how it came about, but I like that it has that niche appeal that it's not going to be for everybody, even though everybody and their mom is probably going to go for it, knowing that there could be some hype behind it. Like it's, it's not a shoe for the masses. It's not a shoe you walk in the foot locker and, and you're going to pick that one out against the whole palette. Yeah, it's everything else, all these clean, sleek styles. So, I mean, it's, it's a, I like that they took that chance. And how much was of a risk or chance was it really? Because it's going to be successful, I imagine, regardless. But still, still nice that they went out and did that, put themselves out there. Yeah, and assuming we're going to see an Air Max 1 push from Nike beyond Air Max Day, you have to think Nike has a ton of things up their sleeves that maybe they said to, and I think Concepts probably gets pretty much uh, carte blanche and says, except for maybe the sign off. Again, I don't know how it works, but I think they probably have enough trust that they're not having a, uh, a necessarily a Nike person looking over their shoulder through the whole process. They kind of say, okay, you guys do it. And then, so it, it gives me that feel that they got to do what they wanted. Um, 
but Nike probably has, hopefully, I said before, I didn't think they do, but hopefully has a lot up their sleeve where they can go to a concept and say, yeah, do whatever. You're not going to duplicate what we have in mind. We're going to release a couple more OGs, some new colorways, some some hemp ones or whatever. And it's like, there's there's no way. Go ahead. And, and I think that's I think that's what we want. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, another thing that I think about concepts for me and, you know, when I first got into sneakers or back into sneakers and then into New Balance was like, um, a lot of their their themes and their ideas, they're very accessible, right? And so like, it's not, you don't have to feel like you're inside, like an insider to try to, you know, know or, or relate to a shoe, which I think is really cool. Um, I think a lot of a lot of the stuff that you've seen or that we see is very insider-ish. Um, like Nike does that a lot, like where they, they come up with a shoe where they partner with someone and it's because that person or that theme has a built-in audience already and concepts doesn't do that, right? Like, so you think about um, the G-Dragon Air Force One, right? It's a built-in audience. As soon as you... As soon as you create that shoe, as soon as you create that partnership, you have a built-in audience of people that are going to automatically want that product, right? Um, same thing for Travis Scott. Same thing, you know, for for a lot of the stuff that they do. And so, um, you know, I like that there's some sort of organic tie-in with with concepts where it's not something that like, oh, I'm not a Travis Scott fan, so I don't feel ostracized from this this sneaker. I could just like a cool story or like learning something new and that pulls me in. And that sort of um, is my is my transition <laughs> into the into the the main discussion, which is sort of like the gatekeeping, right? And I think I think we all sort of saw uh, or we were a part of the chat, right? Eric, I know I don't know if you participated. Um, I know John and I were we're going back and forth on this this sort of this sort of uh, question because and I don't know if John if you want to if you want to brief it because I I totally forgot what what <laughs> what was written on Facebook. I actually have it. Oh, <laughs> I, I participated a little bit in this conversation. <laughs> so the backstory is someone just saw someone in our in the Run the World group chat saw in a New Balance Facebook group someone post this comment and i'm assuming we, we we don't know who the person is we're assuming it's it wasn't a regular in the group but i don't know i'm not in that group that often i am i am a member so i was able to access it he said for everyone who has sold sorry for everyone who has a solid nb collection and only nb what models do you look for and colorways i'm trying to get I, a solid yeah. i'm trying to get a solid collection going myself just just to preface to ask a question is whoever has a new balance collection and only new balance i think that's i think the guy might have been confused because that's not even that even makes sense to ask only new balance collectors like that's that's weird it's it's a new balance group so i i, I have to think this person <laughs> is a newbie really and and let's let, i think he that's posted, important he did post in other groups too it wasn't only there yeah see that even shows <laughs> most people don't do that but right. forgetting right. what kind of person we we don't know what kind of person is let's yeah. take it on face value what happened was in the facebook group 
and in our group, this po this poster who is asking, well, well, we'll talk about it, got kind of roasted a little bit, not too seriously, but mostly what people were saying, at least in our group, was what's up with this guy? He should go buy what he likes and stop asking us what we like, All right? Is that a fair summary of what happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> And I said, and I said, and I said, this guy should be allowed to do say and ask whatever he wants without judgment. You guys are gatekeepers. I, I, I labeled. I, I called. That was you. Name. Okay. It was me. It was me. And, and I, I thought it was. I thought it was one person who posted it. I got it wrong. Uh, my let's just call him my Canadian uh, brother. Uh, he said he was not him. Doesn't matter who posted it, but generally. Um, Actually, there were mixed mixed views, and, and I think we'll represent them in this conversation. But I'll, I'll just quickly go over my position. I think the guy was asking for, and maybe he didn't word it right. And I think it's important that he said that he posted it to all these groups, and his language was weird about like only NB. I think what this guy was asking for is, what do you guys like? What what are the best New Balance models? What should I check out? And it turned into this guy is trying to build his collection based on copying what we have he's he's a poser he's a biter he's a he's a wannabe and I, I guess it's interpretation but even if he is I mean right what's yeah. the big deal so let's talk about it <laughs> <laughs> that was a good preface I I I don't for me I didn't you know I I think I think the question you had posed in the group chat was, you know, what would you respond or what would you say to this person? Right. That's and right. and for me, it's I don't I I you know I'm not I'm not as harsh as I may seem um, in, in in group chat, <laughs> but I you know I probably wouldn't have posted anything uh, to be honest because for me I, I don't know. And I guess this is a personality thing and it's also like an, an, a mentality thing. You know, I'm not, as you mentioned before, like when, when people are gravitating towards something, it's not, it's not necessarily gonna pull me in. Um, and for me, I think there are a lot of things that turn me off, which is like the group or a mass amount of people being into something. Um, but then there's also, my approach to the sneak to sneakers right which you know I started off as as a lot of people did into Jordans and basketball shoes and then sort of transition into into runners or adding that in later um we're going outside of Nike runners right and so for me it's 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 more of a question about what do I like and what attracts me and like well I'm into like I buy New Balance, I wasn't always buying New Balance. I'm into, you know, I, I'm into certain things. Like obviously, I like concepts, which we, which we just kind of talked about. But how did I get there, right? And I didn't get there by 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 asking what everyone does or did. I got there by looking and seeing what other people had done and what things I liked, and not necessarily having to ask the question. Um, I kind of looked and then, you know, I think if there was something that I did like or something that stood out to me, I would ask the question, where can I find this? What is this? Or, you know, hey, I don't, 
how does this fit? You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of standard questions that we sort of ask. How do these run? How do they fit? You know, what's are they comfortable? Can I wear them all day? All you know, all of those questions. And I and for me, I think you know, as a <laughs> as a noob to sneakers, it's very it's very questionable to me. Like, why are you? I have to ask, why are you here? Or that's my question. That's the question that pops up in my head. Why are you here? And we have someone in our in our group chat that is relatively new or newer than most of us, which is the other Eric. Or we have three Eric's, but the 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 New Jeez. Jersey Eric. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, astronaut <laughs> astronaut is Eric too. Um, okay. But uh, like for me, you know, and so he came in and he's oh, I really like this pair. Oh, I really like that pair, right? And so, you know, I think I think one of the pairs that he really liked early on was the um, the the 992 from from Paris. What was the shop in Paris that did the, the egg one? The Paperboy? Yeah, the Paperboy. He really liked the Paperboy. Not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. I think a lot of us aren't, weren't, big fans especially because it got such a limited release initially and so but he was he was a big fan and so like you know for him he was new to sneakers or newer to sneakers than most of us and but he he found a way to find what he liked or discover something that he liked without us having to tell him these are all the things that we collect. These are all the things that we like. These are all, you know, it was it was more about browsing and looking and finding out and seeing and going, oh, this looks good. I like what this looks like. I like how this, you know, wears. And so I think there's there's a there was like there's like a personal, there's like a personal need for me of like, are you doing this for you or are you doing this for us? And so when when I hear someone ask, what does everybody else do? I I don't know if they're there for us or they're there for them. And I want them to be there for them. And when you're there for you, you go and read everything and you go look at all the pictures and you're scrolling through the timeline on Facebook and the New Balance group to try to see what pictures there are and what things exist. All that stuff is there, right? Like all that information is there like what what people are collecting what people are buying what people have in their collections it's all there you just got to scroll right and so like that's not a that's not a knock it's just it's just like if if scrolling is the thing that's keeping you <laughs> Dude, I got to interrupt you I got to interrupt you the guy said what models do you look for know, in colors way I'm trying to get a solid collection going everyone assumed that meant show me your collections and I'm going to buy every single thing no, you like no, no I'm not, I'm not even the, saying that no no I'm no but you said that. You I'm said, why are you here to the guy? That's what but, you think. Why are you here? Who cares why he's here? But, but, but the fact is, but that's the oh, thing, right? Like, if, if you're there, if if I go to if I go to if I go to any if I go to an NBs only, right? And I scroll through NBs only. The same under thing. Each picture, under each picture, it's like it tells you what the shoe and is. And then you read and the comments. About like, oh, this is a good shoe. Oh, I like this fire, shoe. Fire, fire, cop, must cop, fire, 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 fire. That's the same thing, right? And it happens in our group chat. It happens in, you know, there's the there's the herd mentality. It happens to sneakers a lot. This guy didn't ask 
what he asked, he wanted to know what you like, Dave. He wanted to know what I, he wanted us to share what we like. He wasn't trying don't to say what's that? the most hype. He didn't know, say what's the most hype, what costs the most. He was just asking what you guys like. It's like me having a conversation with you, Dave, what'd you pick up? Oh, why do you like it? I think that's what the guy, I think we give this, we didn't give this. No, 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 I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you said, I, I just want to say what you is, said. Is, what I'm saying is we do that. We do that, right? That's what, is that? Are, are people not Dave. doing that on the new We're protective. I said, I asked everyone to define, uh, sorry, Eric, I want you to technically get it. But you, I just want to point this out. You gave the best definition of gatekeeping, I thought. It was withholding information because you don't think someone else deserves it or is yeah. in the club or something like that. And then you said, why are you here just now? <laughs> I think that should be added in to the gatekeeping definition. It's there. Why are you no, here? No, 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 you're right. And, you're and, right. and yeah. this information is mine. Go Google it. And and you have to do the research. So everyone who just finds shoes on Instagram and doesn't Google, they don't deserve it. Everyone who, who watches a YouTube video, they don't, like, you have to really be a scholar and you have to, you, you have to read uh, Eric and your writing on, on, you know, you have to read the, the hardcore runner literature. Like you have to go back in history and find out who designed it. No, I guess that's what you guys were saying. That I guess, gotta... I guess the, I guess the question or the answer that, that, I, and, and I know Reza was the other person sort of, in this discussion yeah, was he was yeah <laughs> was was for me and i know for reza we both post i don't post as much as he does but he posts a lot of photos and he talks about the things that he buys and the things that he likes and so for him he's like i have done that you were asking me what i what i have bought what i own what's in my collection and and what i like to collect and he's like i've already done that you can scroll and see that. So why are you asking me when that information is right there? And I think that's that's where we are coming from is like, we're already sharing this information. How come you're not seeing it? Or why are you not taking advantage of the fact that we've shared it and like scrolling through and taking a look and seeing what, what people are sharing and what people are talking about or what people are showing from their collections, because that's happening. That's, I think that's what's happening. And that's, and so for us, it's kind of like, well, you're not even, are you invested enough to even look and see what we, what we are sharing and what we do have in our collections? Because that information is right there. I'm not saying to Google something. I'm saying I posted a, I posted a pic today of like, you know, of me wearing luxury goods, right? 997s. Like, it's a pair I like. It's a pair I wear. It's in my collection. I'm showing it to you. But you're How protective, come you're not right? Looking? You're protective of it, right? No, no, but I'm not. But I'm not. Because if someone texts, if someone messages me and says, What are hey, those? What did, what were you wearing today? Or what were those shoes? Of course, we can have a conversation about it. Oh, Google but, it. You could just be like, Google it. <laughs> but no, no I'm but serious. what I'm saying, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, is I'm already sharing that. Why do I have to go back? Like, what what is the good response to that, right? Because you're saying it's it's a fair question. And I'm like, well, if we're already doing that on a daily basis and we're sharing, like, do I have to give him a breakdown of everything that I wore this week or this I agree. Month? It's a dumb question. It's a dumb question. I think we know that by the way it was worded. <laughs> Maybe English is a guy's first language. Maybe he had trouble. That's true. Like, I'll give like you it that. seemed like it might even have been that. 
but it's the reaction that I had the problem with, right? It was how people said, don't ask me, buy what you like. Well, <laughs> like, the guy didn't say anything about what he liked. He wanted to know what you like. I, I summed it up and I forget what you thought. He's like, this is how I summed it up. Hey, what do you like? And you say, buy what you like. And then I say, but I asked you what you like. Okay, forget it. That was basically the summary of the question. <laughs> what do you like, Dave? And you told me to buy what I like. Like that's what that's what it was. Eric, I want to hear what you have to say. I'm sorry, I'm overwhelming the conversation. I'm clearly passionate. <laughs> I was listening. I was I was enthralled. <laughs> I promise. I think um, I summed up the whole group chat. Yeah, you you guys definitely did. Um, so for me, the thing with that, you know, gosh, there's so much to that simple, innocent, innocuous question that he asked. Uh, for starters, yeah, you, you touched on it, Dave, like, what was the guy's um, agenda or whatever wasn't as, as big a deal to me, but it, it seemed like he wanted a shortcut to entry into a community and to gain this acceptance without really having any kind of attachment to it or really being invested in it. And for most people, it's like, well, why do you want that? Like, if it doesn't really speak to you, why do you want to do this? And why do I want to help you with this endeavor of yours? If it doesn't really mean anything to you, what's what's the point? I'm, I'm more likely to help somebody out who's just starting if they just come to me and say, hey, I saw the shoe you like, or I saw the shoe you had, I noticed it. What is it? You know, I'm more likely to do that than to, to jump into somebody and say, gosh, What's the new best new balance? What should I get? Where should I buy it? Because it's obnoxious, and and it doesn't it it doesn't really speak to um to their intentions or what they want. It's just a confusing thing to do for me. So yeah, for something like that, people are kind of put off by it. Also, those kind of questions get asked a lot, and people are kind of sick of it because yeah. yeah, you can just scroll the group, you can look. The biggest thing to me with a guy like this, I know nothing about this guy. So being able to tell him what I like, what anybody likes means nothing because we don't know what his tastes are. I actually, I don't remember if I posed the question, I probably didn't, but my question to him would have been, well, what is your style now? What do you like now? What do you wear? What colors do you like? What do you do? Then I can- People ask that, people did that, yeah. yeah. And then we can give you a more informed, if you really want to help the guy, give him a more informed answer and actually maybe steer him a little bit. Um, but yeah, most people aren't willing to do that. Most people just want to jump down your throat the minute they see something they don't like. On well, the funny, the funny thing is people did help him. Yeah, people did. They said, start off with the basics, gray, navy, and black. They named models. One guy said, I prefer my UK. Someone said, I have someone starting off. I would start off with mainline. And then someone says, buy what you like, don't come to others for validation. <laughs> it's like, I mean, he did not ask what is the most hype, what is the most popular. He asked a yeah, group of New Balance experts or heads or whatever you want to call it, maybe one of the biggest New Balance groups around. He said, what do you guys like? So, yeah, he's 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 piggybacking on other people's tastes. But who knows, maybe at the end he he compiled the list and then went and Googled it then. And he wanted to narrow down the, the decades of New Balance and he was using the group as a filter. That's not such a bad idea to me. I mean, maybe some would have got lost, but you know, if you have uh, 50 comments and of the some of the biggest New Balance heads in the world, and that's your starting point, that's probably easier than just Googling New Balance. It is, oh. and that's the thing. That's the thing. When you say it's easier, it's like, well, you know, put in a little effort. I did. That's 
wasn't yeah. my take necessarily, but I can see how people would look at it like that. Like, dude, just read a little, do enjoy it, you know, get into it, get invested in it. Um, you know, if I want to learn fly fishing, I'm not necessarily going to go on a fly fishing group and immediately post this. No, I'm going to look around, see what's up, maybe figure out who the people I can talk to are first before I just throw it out there because I know I'm inviting um, all this blowback on me if I, if I just boom, throw it out there like that. I mean, it's an amateur move. So I don't necessarily disagree with it. I'm an admin of that group. It's not like I deleted the um, oh, you are. Oh, well. question. I, though I, I probably should have because I knew what was coming the minute I saw it. Was it wasn't like, that oh, bad. It, they didn't roast him that badly. I, I mean, I think most more of the comments were, I mean, the, the, the buy what you like. I mean, he yeah. should know that. If he doesn't know that, it's not a bad thing, right? No one told him to f off or he call him a loser they and, and you know what no one i don't think anyone gave him a specific pair right i don't think anyone said any specific pairs so he's gonna have to do his work regardless right he's yeah, gonna have to yeah, google yeah. and i think that's good and i don't think you know someone should have listed here are the top 20 new balance i'm not saying that i'm saying we should just be a little bit more understanding and welcoming and and not so i can't help you this is our domain you have to you have to earn your way in that that we was can, my problem we can be ambassadors to the brand instead of acting like gatekeepers if you went to new balance uh jim davis you went to him like hey jim how's it going uh i love your brands um there are people that are trying to buy the brand i don't know what their intentions are i don't know if they're really into it should i help them he'd be like yeah help them He's not gonna be like, oh no, they're not in for the right reasons. Don't, don't. No, of course, every no brand wants you to be a gatekeeper. At the end of the day, every brand wants ambassadors and people to be opening and welcoming a community. Except maybe some of those kind of highfalutin fashion brands that I want nothing to do with anyway. But you know, the companies like the Nikes, New Balance, Asics, etc. Yeah, they want there to be a community that does the work for them. In essence, that publicizes it, puts it out there. If you really want to be true to the brands and respect the brands and show appreciation appreciation for the brands. You don't try to keep people out. You try to draw people in and, and help them appreciate it the same way that you might. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think for me, I, you know, I've, I was a, you know, I am, was big car guy. So, you know, I grew up in the, in the late 90s and, you know, early 2000s on like car forums, right? And so there were always, it was always news, always new people coming in. And so like, I remember there'd be, you know, new people like, and you can, and it would be like a whole section just for new people to introduce themselves and talk about what they want to do. And then there'd be a lot of things that were pinned to the top, like, oh, performance, we're going to pin these links and these things to the top. And, but there'd always be some new person that would come in and say, Hey, I want to do this and this and this, or, Hey, I want, you know, I want really cool wheels. What, where can I find wheels? What wheels do you guys have? And an admin would always have to jump in and say, Hey, this is all pinned. This is all at the top. Like if you're invested in the car, if you're invested in, you know, you know, being a part of this community, like you have, you should read through because people have done this work. People have done this legwork already and created like a database for it. And so like, you know, if we answer your question, what it leads to is just people coming in and then like 
all that all that all that the, all that the forum is is people asking questions asking simple questions and getting the same answer over and over and over again right so i think for for a lot of people in sneakers that's what it is it's like you know over the past couple of years stuff is harder to get people are you know shoes are shoes are like this 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 um status symbol the way that they never were before right and so for us it's like you know if you want to be a part of this community we we want to we want you to be a part of this community but we also want you to be invested in the community right we don't want you to just fly in take advantage of everything that we've done and everything that people have sort of felt like they've done to to you know to to create connections or created a little community and you know build their collections and then have you come in and just sort of do that you know fly by night in in, in one day and so like i think i think for i think the gatekeeping is i don't want to say it's it's sort of necessary but i feel like in some in some ways it's what makes it worthwhile for you to collect your sneakers because you feel you know, I think John, we've talked about this, like the the chase, right? Like a, the hunt. A lot of that, a lot of a lot of sneakers, is is just the chase and the hunt. And like Garrett, who was um, was supposed to be on this episode, you know, he has been chasing like this shoe for for forever, right? Like the the DJ Clark Kent nine nine eight. He's he's wanted it for forever. He's been looking for it for forever. He finally got it the other day, and so you know it it took him a lot of work, a lot of legwork to find out all the information he could, like, what pair is this? How many were made? Who has it, right? And it wasn't just like, a, hey, I'm going to come in and ask all the, like, hey, I like this shoe. How many, or hey, what shoes are, what shoes are rare that I can buy? And not that that was the question that this guy asked, but, you know, ultimately, sometimes it feels like that, right? It feels like people want to come in and sort of take over this thing that you've been working on and that you've sort of curated and that you've been a part of for a long time. And, you know, I think people get defensive and, you know, right or wrong, people don't want you to just come in and like be this, Hey, I just, you know, I'm, I'm just here because it's cool right now. And then I'm going to, I'm going to be gone and in another year, or I'm going to take advantage of everything that you guys know and then be gone right and so I think that that is sort of the defensive nature that people have people spend a lot of time and invest a lot like and someone like Reza who takes amazing photos like I don't even know how long it takes him to set up to do one of those like crazy photos like the dizygotic photo with the butterflies like that was nuts um you know it takes a lot of time and energy and it's a it's a you know it's a it's a real it's a real passion for someone like him and for someone like me and so when someone asks you like oh what are these things you know it's it's kind of like yeah this thing doesn't mean anything to me or else I would really scroll through and look and and I and I think that that is the feeling that people get not that that's necessarily how this person was approaching or that they didn't know better but like that is the feeling that people get so I think that's why we were sort of sort of defensive and gatekeeping 
I think that this person existed five years ago, probably in a different group. But I think the fact it was New Balance and where New Balance has come to where it is now definitely played a factor in in our response. I think maybe, you know, you talked about a, um, a car group, how it happened. I think that maybe that, that's an interesting uh, analogy, but I think maybe that's a function of how how the work group works and an organization. I, I don't think that was a risk of of this, but I see I see the similarities and I, and I, see, I think it's a valid point. But I think, you know, sneakers become hype. A lot of people are in it for, I will say the wrong reasons. And this guy might be one of them or he might not be, but the, the point is New Balance is hype now. Uh, I got a lot of people who've been into New Balance and done their research and been serious about it and collected and hunted. And, and this guy's asking, I totally understand, sympathize, not to take this off topic, but I, I got into fitted hats in the last two years and the community is completely different. Fitted hats have been a thing a long time. Long time. Yeah. Now they're a big thing, kind of like sneakers um more of the wave last couple of years sneakers have been in the wave i think for the last four or five years i mean you never see anything like that and you see it all the time in sneakers because we've seen too much of it i think you know we've seen people latching on we see people on youtube i see i, I do it too i see someone on youtube it's like oh my god this guy's got a hundred thousand followers a year ago we had five thousand and now he's getting seated by everyone. And five years ago, five, one year ago, he knew nothing about sneakers. And he still knows nothing about sneakers. And I could get mad about that. Or I could say, you know what? Now he knows something. He's teaching the young kids. He's getting them into it. You know, they'll learn their own way. And if they don't, then they'll be whack. And there's whack people in the world. So I have to live with at least, you know, I mean, that's my 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 mentality. And and, and when you talk about, you know, people hunting and collecting sneakers, those are the, I, I talk to every week, I ask people, what are your favorite sneakers in your collection? Why do you like them? And maybe once or twice, I've gone and looked for it and maybe hunted for it. I mean, I certainly do that on Instagram. This is the age yeah. of the influencer. And yeah. we don't like it sometimes. We don't like the fact it's the age of the influencer, but it is. One of the, one of the things that, um, also sort of plays into this and you know I'm a I'm a political science major and um, you know one of the things that I I studied or I learned about when I was getting my master's was um, the idea of community right and so like one of the things that's very vital and that's very necessary to community and we think about like new balance or sneakers, or even fitted hats, right? Like they're different communities. And so one of the things that's essential to those communities or to a community is a shared set of value or a shared set of ideals. And so when someone comes into the community or approaches the community and it feels like their values or their ideals are wrong or do not align with the community as a whole or as a group, there tends to be a a defensive, you know, approach to that person or to that, to that entity, right? So, like, I think asking the wrong question or asking a question that may see, make it seem like your value system, like you don't value new balances in the way that we value new balances, right? So, when you come in and you ask a question that puts that value in in, in question there is going to be a defensive response right and so that's and so i think i think that's sort of 
happening in sneakers. And um, I think we do have to sort of let up a little bit and be a little bit more open. And I try to be open. Um, and I feel like, you know, when I'm sharing more, I'm getting more interactions with people and, you know, the community is better. Um, and, but sometimes I do feel like, man, I'm not getting anything. I'm not able to buy anything. Like everyone that like doesn't really care about this shoe in the way that I care about this shoe or the way that we care about this shoe is buying the shoe or able to buy the shoes that I want, right? And so um, I think there is that feeling and that's overwhelming right now. And so that causes even more of a backlash to new people coming into the community. So um, it's a weird dynamic and it's something that like I try to think about and I've, I've, I've thought about now that we've had this discussion both in the chat and now, you know, face to face. When it comes to, especially when you talked about the value systems, I agree that people um, are motivated when it comes to gatekeeping and keeping an eye on things by the value systems. I don't know that people are necessarily looking for someone to have the shared values per se, but they're just worried that people who come in who share different values will then change the overall value system of the group. Not necessarily having that value, but then going ahead and having the influence to, to sow the seeds of change is where it becomes a thing, where you see the groups were once about the community and sharing. Now it's about the hottest thing I bought and not even worrying if I'm paying reselling or not, just showing it off. And people see that. So where resellers were kind of shunned and reselling was shunned and paying resale was looked at as a joke. Now it's more accepted. I, that's where people seem to be worried. So definitely the value system comes into play. But I mean, you can't know the value system, everybody, but you can get a sense for the overall group value system. That's where people are worried. When you see more and more posts saying, I want to buy this shoe, and it's a list of hype shoes that you know they have to pay resale for, and it's everybody posting that, then it's then it's like, geez, what what happens? Yeah. You know, you, you make a excellent point. And I wanted to say that maybe this idealistic and maybe I, I could tell you I'm trying to do this and I I I care more about the community now than I do the shoes. And it's because I've gone through these phases in my life where I wanted all the shoes. I'm upset about missing releases. I'm salty at this kid reseller for having those. I'm over that now. I, I, I selling more shoes than ever. I realize, you know, <laughs> Greg from the sneak this made a good point this week on his podcast. He sold a bunch of his OGs falling apart stabs and things like that. And he said, why did I have these shoes? And I had them in case anyone ever challenged me and said, you weren't there in 95. And I think I had some of that too. You know what I mean? Even though I wasn't, I wasn't collecting when he was, but I'm collecting longer than, than most or, or definitely any newcomers. But it was like, yeah, look, I have the, the breads from 2013 and 2000. And it's like, I'm not wearing either of them. And it's like, you know what? Like, it's not about what you have. It's about your passion. It's about uh, how you how you interact with others. I mean, that's maybe it's a pandemic talking or taught me that, uh, um, you know, I, I love doing this stuff more than I do copying sneakers. Yeah, everyone loves opening the box. That feeling is like nothing else, but it's over. 
you know i'll remember this conversation i'll go tell my wife about it and i could show her a pair of shoes she says, oh, that was nice yeah another one and they go put in the closet <laughs> and i think again maybe i'm too optimistic but i, I want you know sneaker culture and community to survive everyone says it's dead and i i don't i think we know it isn't um but there's these risks there's these threats to it and a newcomer coming in and trying to take something from us I think is seen as a threat and I think it's valid yeah. because we don't want it to get diluted and I think that's what it's about it's diluting what we have what we work for what we built and yeah we have to protect it in some cases I totally agree but we also have to ask this guy okay wait a second are you asking us what we like because you want to know our opinion and or maybe you may I should just post my Instagram handle and you can see what I like and browse maybe that's what people should have done or are you asking because um you're trying to take something and be something you're not and be a poser and you know that's not what we want the culture to be I agree yeah yeah I I, I think we can all agree with that um I I like the like you I like these conversations and I like having the conversations in our group chat about sneakers and for me like <clears throat> I don't want to see those things go away I don't want to not have people that I can have the conversation about inspiration or story or color blocking or things that I liked or you know the pain of watching a shoe crumble <laughs> um, or you know just any of those things that you know we all relate on and so you know i i i i i want i want to make sure that we have that and we have it going forward and um i think we talked about our kids before when i when i was on with you john just about like you know i'm not going to buy her something that's really really nice because i know she's going to destroy it and for me um that's a big deal you know, I want to, I want to have, I want her to value it. So I'm even gatekeeping in my own house. <laughs> but <laughs> for the right, it's your money. So, I mean, geez, you have that right. <laughs> um, I, I actually have to, to jump to uh, John. I, uh, my battery is about to die, but yeah, I thought, I thought this was a good conversation. Uh, I really enjoyed having you you both on to talk about this um any any last comments from from either one of you yeah i mean geez podcasts like this talks like this conversations like this are what it's all about for me these days you know i i have less memories of the releases that i missed and i have more memories of the acquaintances and friends that i made and all the good stuff associated with it so yeah would start out with shoes and it just became so much more for me yeah, and Eric, 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 and the three of us have been in a group chat. Actually, sold a pair of shoes to Eric. I've never seen him face to face. So here we go, right? I mean, look, look, look at what, <laughs> look, look how long it takes. That was like a year ago, right? So th things happen, and uh, and I think it's great. And uh, just as in my own defense, um, I apologized for the name calling. I want to say that, <laughs> but it did generate a great conversation. So if anything else, I learned not to name call, but but how to spark conversation i'm glad we talked about it here because you know everyone throws that con throws gatekeeping around and i don't think it has a definition i don't think we'll ever give it but uh i love the conversation and i think um i think um you guys do a great job of uh 
of keeping that conversation going. So happy to be part of it. Definitely, definitely. Well, um, thank you both again. Um, I can't wait to, to do it again or to, uh, to have a conversation in the group chat again. Um, I can't wait to see what you come up with next, <laughs> John. Someone has to post something. <laughs> there's lots to there's lots to talk about for the next podcast, but I'm sure when this goes up, it'll re re spark everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, thanks for thanks, you both jumping on. Um, I will I will talk to you online, um, and hopefully we'll we'll get together soon again. Thanks, guys. Take care. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah.